This one goes out to all the moms in the audience. Top 5 Moms in Movies is coming your way. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top 5, where we take everything movies and we make them into lists. On this side of the table, that's me, that's Brandon Winkleman. On that side of the table, that's my good buddy, Lucas Swanson. How you doing, buddy? Howdy! Oh, oh, you hear that? You hear that thunder? Oh, I do You know what time thunder. it is, baby? That's right. It's Mother's Day. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Danzig. What are we talking about today, buddy? We're talking mothers and movies. Our favorite moms and movies. Happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers in the audience. A little late, but it still holds its its truth and its love. Yes, it does. <laughs> How was your Mother's Day, bud? Did your it kids was... get you anything nice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they didn't do shit. Oh, you little bad. <laughs> we haven't said the F word yet. You should have seen our faces. <laughs> we got 12 seconds in. Man, I'm really disappointed in myself. Maybe I'll bleep them. You should. I'll bleep them. Bleep those ones. <laughs> All right. For the remainder of Starting the podcast. Starting now. No more cursing. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Love you, Mom. But yeah, I had a good Mother's Day. Hung out with my mom. We uh, went out to a Mexican restaurant. Oh. And got some food. It was good. It was good. Uh, yeah. Anything fun and exciting in your Mother's Day Drove too, Drove too far. Of course. Went way up north there. All the way up there. No, it was, a, it was a good day. It was very relaxed. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, because it is Mother's Day, we are going to take a look at our favorite moms in movies. This was a fun yet difficult list to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, considering the main thing that I looked at for moms in movies was the actual good mom in a movie. Because we wanted to look at good moms, not just like moms we enjoy. Because there are some really bad moms that we enjoy. Yes. But we are looking at good moms. Yeah. So mothers that are actually... Like we, we got into the talk last night about whether or not the queen alien is <laughs> a good mom. I mean... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if, if, if her main... So it depends on her main purpose. If her main purpose is just to reproduce, no. But if her main purpose is to protect her children... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's still up for debate. But, uh, yeah. I mean, how did you go about trying to find your moms? I just tried to think back on, like, mothers in movies that, you know, pegged me as, like, a good mom. Mm-hmm. Caring, you know, that sort of thing. I, I also kind of peppered in a little bit of a, um, I'm trying to say this without swearing, uh, really strong and won't uh, won't back down from a fight. Yeah. A, a BA. Yeah. A BA mom. A BAMF? A BAMF. A BAMF. A BAMF. I'm looking for a BAMF. <laughs> a BAMF mom. Uh, like, a couple of my moms on the list are, are because they're such a BAMF, because mm-hmm. of their children... And for their children, that's why I put them on my. I'm list. excited about this because I don't think you and I are. Going we to are on very different tracks. Yeah, very, very it's different be tracks. Very interesting. <laughs> but I also have a mix of just like moms I really enjoyed yeah. that were just I loved. Um, could you could you think of any bad moms? Bad moms. Bad moms. I mean, we talked Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor is a bad mom. Is a bad mom. She is a bamf mom, but not a. Good but mom. not a good mom. She wasn't there for her son. That technically wasn't her fault. No, she was taken away. She was taken, but then when she comes back into his life, she just she she doesn't do anything motherly per se. Yeah. So I'd we'll we'll that. give a shout out to Sarah Connor because she is a a bamf mom. But not a good mom. But not a good mom. Uh, Jason Voorhees' mom is not a good mom. No. She kills kids. <laughs> <laughs> she's a loving mother, but she's a bad person. I mean... But does that make her a good mom? I mean, this, if we're talking just good moms... No. <laughs> if you murder a bunch of kids at a campsite, that does not make you a good mom. All right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, which which Friday the 13th are you talking, bro? The first one. Where it's her. Oh, yeah. Killing the kids. 
And then Jason comes out. Yeah. And then Jason comes out. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. I need to rewatch that movie. It's or I don't. It's good. One of the two. No, you should. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you watch any movies? I did. Do you, you want to talk about the movie that you saw? Do I want to talk well, about Aliens you, Arrival? You have a lot to talk about. I, I watched, You want to go first? I just watched a movie that we don't really need to talk about. I watched Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. It, it's that a was, lot of fun. That was very, very fun. Very. Uh, that's probably my new favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. And I'm really not a big fan of the Marvel movies. And that is... So it's saying something that I really enjoyed this movie. You would like Black Panther, though. I need to see... I've heard a lot of good things about Black Panther. I'm going to tune it, it into that It lives up one. to the hype. Okay. It does. All right, but yeah, Thor Ragnarok, you get a chance to watch it. I highly suggest it. But yeah, you need to delve into what you watched because I got a a play-by-play as you were watching it. I watched a movie called Aliens Arrival with my mother and her boyfriend. And let me tell you something, it's not good. (laughs) But it got... Okay, so like maybe like two-thirds of the way through the movie I started to like really get into it. (laughs) But it's... It's hard to explain because it's like a passion project. You can tell like whoever made it really wanted to make this movie, mm-hmm. but didn't really know how. Oh, I see. What so you're like yeah. a lot of the acting's really poor, and there's a lot of Deus Ex. Like he shoots off his foot in the first like four minutes to escape bondage, and then they just give him a, like a metal one, and he doesn't have to learn how to use it or anything. <laughs> He's just sprinting in the next scene, and it's like okay, well. Oh. And that comes back, by the way. Oh, it does. There was a grenade in his foot, which he... <laughs> it's... Yeah, no. It's, okay. You did not tell me that part. I didn't... I was enthralled by how, like, <laughs> what were they doing? But, like, I was... Can I just... I Should I just read some of the text that I was sent to you? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, that's probably the best part of the whole thing. It's, uh, like, hmm... It's not good. It's not a good movie. But it was, it was okay. It was fun. I had fun at... You told me it was a little pitch blacky. It was because yeah. he's like on this like desert island, or, like planet essentially. But that's the twist there. the t- The time on that planet moves way faster than everybody else. Like that's how it get- they get to it at the end. Like oh. he spends three years on that planet, but it's only been like twenty minutes above. It, it, oh, so like that's where I got enthralled because like the concepts are kind of cool and like they could have done some really cool stuff with it, but like. The budget wasn't there, and like the, the skill budget wasn't, wasn't there. there. Like, like I told you, he gets pulled in. Mm. I did it. I swore. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! We'll put a bleep in. Please do. I'm sorry, mom. Um, yeah. So he gets the pulled. one thing we said we were gonna do. We have just butchered it. <laughs> well, why stop being disappointments now? <laughs> so yeah, I start off with. Uh, I'm watching a movie called Alien Arrival. It's not good. <laughs> like, it seems like everybody... It seems like someone's passions project, but he could only afford his friends and no one wanted to commit to making a punch look real or learning how to make real conversations seem real. But I feel bad for saying that because it's, ba- it's bad because it, clearly they worked hard to make it a reality and it's one more movie than I've made. <laughs> but it's bad. And then, like, okay, so... I wasn't sure if he was the main character at first because, like, he gets pulled into a tunnel and just disappears. Like... 30 minutes in, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe he's not. And then he comes back naked, covered in slime, and I'm like, okay, maybe he is. <laughs> Essentially, like, the alien takes him and another person who crash-landed there and, like, clones them, essentially. Like, he's got an alien living inside of him. Oh. And, like, he can't die. He just, if he dies, he just comes back. So, like, it's really bizarre. And, like, there's a lot of cool ideas in it that weren't yeah, really sounds... well asked. Like, at a certain point to bait the other guy who is stuck in the alien transformation like he can't control it out he like slits his own throat and like taunts him in with his like body and then shoots it in the head like like there's some really cool stuff but it's not good <laughs> and but there's a really fun robot in it as long as there's a fun robot that, yeah, that'll, he's, that'll a part, save, he's a part like, of the ship <laughs> and like he just scans people and like welcome guest would you like some knowledge <laughs> And eventually he, like, builds him a levitation thing and he, like, floats around it. <laughs> there's some good in it, but there's a lot of bad. Uh, so I guess that's all I'm going to say about that because I will go on forever about <laughs> Alien Arrival. It's, yeah, it sounds like, I mean... It's on Netflix. If you want to watch it, Oh, watch it's on it. Netflix? Yeah, dude, watch oh, I'm it. I'm going to watch it. It's, I'm going to watch that You need movie. to experience it. I'm going to watch it so hard. Were there any good moms in it? If you count the alien? Was, was the alien a good mom? It screamed every time they died. <laughs> that's care that's care that's care that's care that's love uh no it's there were there. no good moms in it no so 
Alien was a bad mom. I mean, back back to it. Uh, any bad moms? Bad so, moms. I mean, yeah, we have Sarah other than Connor. Sarah Connor, Jason yeah. Voorhees' mom, Jason Voorhees' mom, Mrs. Voorhees, Mrs. Voorhees. Which, which is that what you yeah, would call her? As well. Um, I was thinking. Have you seen the movie Carrie? Yes, Carrie's, yeah, Carrie's mom mother is, is horrific. Uh, so I mean, another one of. Well, I mean, should we do? Should we do bad moms? Because we, I think next Mother's Day, since we did good moms, we could probably do bad moms next Mother's Day. Yeah, I think Bad Moms next Mother's Day would be fun. Yeah, because, I mean, those might make the list, but I could probably think of worse. Yeah. Um, no, I, mean, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Because, like, Sarah Connor, like we said, not necessarily a bad mom, just not a good mom. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll probably, not we'll, probably we'll next double, Mother's Day. We will Day, double back to that. Yeah, we'll get back if to we it. If we remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what what else is there? Should we get into the list right away? I mean, we've, we've... Do you want to do some honorable mentions? Because I know you and I talked about... I, I have... I'm going to say I have one honorable mention. You want to say it? Um, it's uh, Grace Paxton mm. from The Proposal. It's Ryan Reynolds' mom in that movie. And the reason I put her as an honorable mention and not on my list is simply because she is a very loving mom. She only cares for Ryan Reynolds' like well-being, mm-hmm. and she's supportive but his dad is not. So majority of her role in that movie is yelling at the dad saying, you're being a bad dad, but I'm being a, a good mom. And I guess the only reason she's not on the list is because I found five that are better. Yeah, and, that's fair. But yeah, I, I love that. I do love that movie. I have, I have a hard time admitting it, but I love the proposal. It's super, super fun to me. Um, if only for like the end credit montage. Mm-hmm. And you have um, Ramon. Ramon the stripper. He has he's, oh, he's yeah, in, yeah, yeah, he yeah. has like six jobs in the town. That's right. And one of them is stripper. And uh, the best line in that whole movie is when he's being interviewed by um, the deportation office or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, "Ramon, which one of these numbers is not a prime?" And without even asking, he's just seventeen. <laughs> Let me say them first. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I love that, but anyway. Grace Paxton, she's great. She is a great mom, but just not good enough for my list. I mean, anything else? Any more? I don't have any more, do you? Uh, I do not. I mean, I had one, but it's not even worth mentioning because um, she's not really a mom, in it, but it doesn't matter. You want to start? Well, I do start. I know. Yeah. Well, let's get into We're, it. We are getting used to this. I know. It's awful. <laughs> You're actually learning. I know. All right. Number five. We said we would never do that again. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I'm going to give you a number five. Liz Langston. Liz Langston. From Jingle All the Way. She is a good mom. She is a good 90s mom. She is the epitome of a 90s 90s mom. Mm. Jingle All the Way is the most underappreciated Christmas movie ever made. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the kid from Star Wars Episode One. Who? who, (laughs) He's got problems. I hope he gets help. (laughs) Now this is pod racing. That is probably on the Feral watch real quick. He's good. He's walking around. He was in Eurovision. He's good. Oh, was he? Will Ferrell's fine. We're good. Oh, oh, okay. We're good. Will Ferrell is fine. Awesome. But yeah, uh Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie about a, an absentee absentee dad. Yes. Who is just trying to get his son a turbo man action figure on the last day before Christmas. And it's all a bunch of crazy shenanigans mm. happen. Also, um, Phil Hartman's in there. Phil Hartman is one of his last movies. R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Mm. That that was one that should not have gone. Let me tell you. you no, know, he got murdered. Yeah, so. I know. It's <laughs> super sad. But yeah, Liz is just this like, all she wants is her her husband <laughs> to you know be there for her son. Like yeah, and. Even when, like, she's offered this opportunity to, like, have something different, she throws it in his face and, like... Literally. Yeah. She's (laughs) she's a great mom. She is. She's protective of her son. Mm -hmm. She only wants her husband to be like her. She just wants a good Christmas. Mm -hmm. She wants her family to be together. She makes cookies. My cookies. (laughs) Put that cookie down. Wrong movie. (laughs) What? No, that's the same movie. I thought that was Kindergarten It is not. Huh. He's on the he's on the payphone, and he's talking to Phil Hartman. Oh yeah, that's and Phil right. Hartman's no, no, eating sorry. the cookies. He's like, oh, your wife's cookies are so good. Kindergarten Cop and Jingle all the way kind of blend together they, for me. I think they came out relatively. Did you eat all those lunches? <laughs> Don't do Don't that. Do that. <laughs> so you know, that's why I thought it was from that. But you go into my house, 
You ain't my cookies, but the song my tree. That's a that's a good one. I like yeah. I like that pick. Liz that's, is a great mom. Liz is a good mom. That is. See, so yeah, number five. Liz Langston. Um, I actually I want to make sure I'm gonna double check something. So, Liz Langston, Jingle All the Way, great epitome of a '90s mom. Mine is also a '90s mom at number five. Oh. Uh, mine is Diane Selinsky from Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh, no way. Yeah, Honey, I, I Blew Up the Kid. I didn't think about that. She... Also, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Honey, I... I, I did think about those. I Shrunk those. Us. Honey, I sh- We Shrunk Ourselves. Yes, that was yeah. the second one. Um, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid is the third installment of the Honey, I Did Whatever uh, They had a movies. TV show, did you know that? That's It was animated, wasn't it? No. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I thought it was animated. No. Um, no, I did not, but... Uh, so... The movies are essentially um, Stu, right? No. I don't remember. Selinsky. I only know him as Selinsky because everyone calls yeah, him Yeah, I don't remember his name, but it is... Um, uh... It's Alan... Not Alan. Ugh, that's dumb. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Rick Moranis. It's Mer- Rick Moranis. Wayne. Wayne Selinsky. Wayne Selinsky. Um, Why did we not remember Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis? I love Rick Moranis. I do too. Uh, He's had a tragic life. Yes, he has. And he gave up acting because of it. Um, so these movies are basically... Wayne Selinsky, played by Rick Moranis, is a scientist inventor. Mm-hmm. And he created a shrink ray. So the first two movies are He Shrunk His Kids. Honey, We Shrunk the Kids. Or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. The second movie is Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves, which is He Shrinks Them. And their friends and at like a dinner friends, party. Yeah. And the third installment is the shrink ray gets turned backwards. To Wumbo. To basically Wumbo. <laughs> and uh, he shoots his youngest son with it on accident. And creates and a 50-foot toddler. And then he starts to grow around electronics. Uh, and he eventually becomes a 50-foot tall like Godzilla type thing. And they're like, they treat it like a Godzilla movie at that point. And it's actually super it's fun. It's fun. I love it's, those it's movies. It's fun. Um, but yeah, no, good choice with the third one. Because that's yeah, like really where you get is. the sense of her being a mom. Because mm-hmm. she's what stops him, right? Because yep. she has so to be a mom. There's this point in the movie where um, the government is essentially... The saying, government. The government. Uh, they decide that they're going to tranquilize um, the baby with this new over-the-top uh, synthetic tranquilizer. As and, the government wants yeah, to do. So they're flying around in a helicopter. Follow the money. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so they're they're flying around in a helicopter, and while they're doing this, um, Diane Selinsky, the mother, is like, "They're gonna hurt my baby, and they they cannot touch my baby." She's a really good mom. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it, yeah. but she is phenomenal. I'm, now that I'm talking about it, I'm thinking I should have moved her up from five. But uh, we'll get to that. Essentially, she is so terrified for her son that she decides to get shot by the ray herself mm-hmm. to be blown up, even though it could kill her. They don't know what's going to happen to her. So she gets shot by it so that she can grow and stop this helicopter from shooting her son. And it's so touching and I love it so much. There's this big reunion as they're both giants and it's just, it's good. It's good. And I think she is just the epitome of mom. That's a really good pick. I think the reason I put her lower is just because it doesn't really touch on her mm-hmm. motherhood i think the end is all about her motherhood yeah but the, re- the, the majority of it i get what you're saying yeah is. so that's probably why i put it a little bit lower but honestly the more i talk about it it's like she is a kick mom well bleep it <laughs> we're, all right we're really bad we're bad you at, know that we, have, we are sailors <laughs> sorry mom i'm not i'm over it <laughs> bad mother's day bad <laughs> sad mother's day you have a sad Mother's Day. I'm going to cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Number five for me, Diane Selinsky from choice. Honey, I Loved a Kid. Good pick. Number four for me, Mrs. Parker. Mrs. Parker from... A Christmas Story. She's a good mom. She is just... Did you just, like, just do Christmas movies? It would seem that way, but I did not. <laughs> okay. It just... A lot of Christmas movies deal with, like, good moms, you know? Mm-hmm. But she is, like... She's the, a good mom. Yeah. She doesn't want to buy him a gun. <laughs> so, I mean, right there, that's a good protective mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she washes out his mouth with soap when he swears, which... We should go get a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> that's what we should have done. We should have had a bar of soap with us. Oh. And every time we curse, it's like, ah! <laughs> Can't wait for Bad Mother's Day. We'll swear on that we'll, one. We'll swear all episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it a point to, like, swear a certain amount. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, she yeah, watches. That's like good. she takes care of the youngest one, gets him to eat his food. Mm-hmm. You know, like she has patience. Mm-hmm. She's just she's. A... And then that scene where like she stops him from beating up the bully, and she's angry at first, but then she sees his face, and she just turns into the sweet loving mother right away. It's good, right? It's, like, she is a good mom. She's a good mom. That's a good. Also, mom. the a Christmas story. If you haven't seen it, which I don't know how you haven't, <laughs> they've seen it. No, I, I need to do this because we I, won't get okay. yelled at if we don't. Okay. By the seven people that listen to us. <laughs> seven people. A Christmas Story is a movie about a kid who wants a red rider BB gun for Christmas. But everyone says, no, you can't have it. You'll shoot your eye out because, you know, a kid shouldn't have a gun. That's a good point. It's easy. <laughs> and guess what happens when he gets the gun? Shoots his eye out. He shoots his eye out. Then lies about it and gets away with it. Drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's my my number four. Mrs. Parker. That's good. I Yeah, I... I completely just ignored Christmas movies, but you're right. There are like, a, lot a lot of moms of in Christmas moms. movies are good. Usually, the dads are the bad people yeah, well. in the Christmas movies, but then they end up being good. Yeah, um, like Jack Frost. Is that the one where the guy, the blues singer, gets hit by a gets car, hit by dies, a car and, and turns he... into a snowman? That movie is messed up. That's a weird movie. He like this... melts and dies. He died in the car accident. I know, but like he dies twice. Anytime like, the kid this plays kid has... a harmonica, he becomes a snowman. That's right. I'm never truly gone. I'm stuck in this prison. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Blues. It's Michael Keaton, isn't it? Yes, it is Michael Keaton. <laughs> that was in the 90s when Michael Keaton was just kind of doing things for money. <laughs> All right, anyway. My number four, I don't know if you've seen this movie, you definitely won't know it by the name, Meg Altman? Nope. Meg Altman from the movie Panic Room. I don't believe I've seen Panic Room. Panic Room is the movie about Jodie Foster is a mother to, unfortunately, Kristen Stewart. But this is like one of Kristen Stewart's first movies. In fact, when I first saw this movie... Kristen Stewart's not bad. She just got stuck. I guess she was just in the Twilight movies and that just uh, makes... Adventureland? She is good in Adventureland. She's also. great in yeah. Adventureland. Um, anyway, uh, Panic Room, Jodie Foster, Kristen Stewart. The first time I saw this movie, I couldn't... She was Kristen Stewart super young. Yeah. I thought she was a boy ah. the whole time. Ah. Uh, and then I realized it was Kristen Stewart. Um, anyway, so Jodie Foster, uh, her husband does something where he has like a, a ton of bonds mm-hmm. in a safe and... Uh, they move into this new house, and it has a panic room, like a top-of-the-line, top high-end security panic room. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually, uh, it's uh, Jared Leto and uh, Forrest Whitaker and one more guy. Uh, trying to kill me? <laughs> trying to kill me? <laughs> Rogue One, shout out. Um, it's, it's such a bold choice. <laughs> it's an odd accent. No, but I don't think anybody prompted him to do that. No, either. he was just I like, think he I'm walked out and he's like, this I is what it. he sounds like. <laughs> Are you trying to kill me? Anyway, <laughs> these three guys break into the house, and Jodie Foster takes Kristen Stewart into the panic room. Uh-huh. And the whole movie is about... That's the name of the movie. It is. I know. Like I put it together when they went into it. Um, the whole movie is her trying to get these people out of the house and protect her daughter. And her daughter has diabetes and needs a shot of insulin, and she doesn't have the insulin, so she ends up like having to barter with these men. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ends up being a Banff mom as well. And it's not a mutually exclusive thing. You can be a Banff and a good mom, right? Exactly. Sarah Connor's just not a good mom. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Like, because while picking my moms, the reason she is at the three spot is because she is straight up Banff. She's a Banff and it's all because she wants to protect her daughter. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care. She's like, get what you want and get out. Get away from my daughter. And then at one point, like one of the guys like catches Christian Seward's character and like tries to like take her away and she goes full mom mode on it. Nice. And it's she's just a great mom. And Jodie Foster does a great job in it. I think it's a really underseen, underrated movie because it's the premise is totally cliche if you ask me. But like it's really good, um, and I think one of the highlights is Jodie Foster's portrayal as Meg Altman, this Banff mom. Yeah, um, so that is my number four, Meg Altman from Panic Room. Good pick, good pick. My number three, Annie Hughes from The Iron Giant. Oh, uh, that's, a, that's a great pick. She is a single mother who is working at a diner to support her son, She's, you know, not just 
financially supporting, but like emotionally mm-hmm. supportive. Like mm-hmm. she just wants him to be safe. She like she's also fun. Like mm-hmm. she's she's just a caring mom. She is a good mom. Ah, I can't believe I forgot about her because that's a that was that's my a, first thought. That's a great pick. My first thought was Hogarth's mom. Mm-hmm. That's Superman. That's a great pick. And like even when they're thinking they're about to die, like oh she's, I'm just gonna hug my son. Yeah. And and like ah, she trusts him and like believes mm-hmm. him when he says stuff. It's not like she trusts him enough to hang out with a weird art dude who lives in a tr- <laughs> in a dump. Like, I mean that might that might be seen as also not a good mom. No, but, but I mean it's she, the 50s. Is she, the other thing it's you gotta the 50s. remember. <laughs> yeah, she trusts her son. So, but yeah, like she's she takes up extra shifts and that's why like, yeah she. She's a good mom. She's not at home, but like she works her butt off. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> it is. She works her butt off just to provide for her son and she's always there for him. Yeah. Uh Iron Giant. Phenomenal. Great movie. Uh boy named Hogarth. Terrible name. Find or finds a giant robot from space in the woods and befriends it. And like it's te- it's actually a weapon. For designed to destroy weapons it doesn't hurt Mm, people it destroys weapons Mm -hmm. and he gets like in becomes involved with the government and yeah because it becomes um, like a conspiracy almost in the town yeah dennis leary it's not Dennis Leary. No, who is it no it's uh shooter mcgavin from happy that's right as uh, i forget his name kent mansley yeah i don't forget kent mansley Mansley. mansley's a great name that's a good villain i forgot about him and the villains yeah but yeah it's just it's a heartwarming story yeah and she's definitely a highlight with with her motherhood that's that's a good pick i can't believe i didn't think of that yeah, yeah she's definitely not on my list that's that's upsetting to me good pick, good Thank pick. You. anything more you want to say about no i'm good we'll talk about the iron giant again oh for sure that sure will come will. up what are we at number three mm-hmm. my number three it might be a stretch it's joanna slash annie from overboard Huh. Goldie Hawn's character. Yeah. Cause she's technically not a mom, but she becomes a she's but she technically is a mom. Explain yourself. Okay, so in the movie okay, if you haven't seen Overboard, Overboard is the story of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. They're making Hawn. another one. They so, already made it. It's out. It's terrible. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well they terrible ca- casting choice. They end up doing a gender swap where um so instead of Kurt Russell being like the To be fair, it's a little rapey. It is, but I, I get know. what you're saying. Like it's a total '80s movie where they don't really think things through. Kind of like Back to the Future. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Um, well, not not necessarily plot holes. Just like the main story of this is he's trying not to get bone from his mom. They named him after that. They kid. named him after that guy. Yeah. And they let him grow up around his mother's would-be rapist. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Rape was kind of a weird subject, apparently, in the 80s. Uh, but anyway, so the, uh, the story of Overboard is Kurt Russell is a carpenter, and he gets called to a yacht mm-hmm. uh, owned by Goldie Hawn and her husband, and she is a... Bit of a CNX Tuesday. Thank you very much. Okay, so she she's terrible, and she ends up basically screwing over Kurt Russell's character, and then one night she falls overboard. Oh! She falls overboard into the into the ocean and uh, has amnesia and loses her memory. And, and that's when it gets really weird. Yeah, he sees <laughs> or, he sees her on TV and decides I'm going to get back at her by convincing her she's my wife and make her do chores around my crazy house with my crazy kids. So he does, and she starts off as a as a terrible mother, obviously because she doesn't know anything. But the more she lives with them and she grows with them. She ends up becoming motherly and becomes a really great, fun mom who's super protective, cares about their education, cares about their well-being. And, you know, in the end, it's it, it, technically she's not their mother, but in the end, she becomes their mother because they do get to back together. Spoiler, but it's the 80s and it's a rom-com, so you know they're getting together. It's super cheesy, but I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's the scene where... Um, they're running around the woods having fun and then they go to school and they're covered in poison oak and they get called by the teacher say, and the teacher basically just starts 
ripping these kids apart in front of her saying like they're dumb they can't read they can't do this they can't do anything right their father's a, a, a bum blah 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 and she looks at her kids and realizes that they are just covered in poison oak to the point where they're just in pain and scratching and she just turns into mom mode and just snaps at the teacher like you think that these things are important and my children are over here blah 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 blah, blah. just tearing this teacher a new one and it's and they're not even her kids but she doesn't know that and it's i don't know she she turns into this super great mom at the end and she teaches one of them to read she teaches one of them to be okay with who he is and i don't know she's she's she ends up being a good mom but she's not technically a mom yeah i gotcha we'll debate it i think but the so the reason she's at my three spot is because of the fact that she's not a mom technically but she is a phenomenal mom by the end of the movie i get you um, so that's why she's my number three. Two Annies, by the way. Annie Hughes, Annie. Oh, look at that. All right. Uh, number three, Joanne slash Annie from Overboard. Fair. So number two then. Mm-hmm. Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Yep. 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 She's mine as well. Oh, you're number two? <laughs> Elastigirl number two. Yeah, that's a good spot. It, it is because she's a great mom. Yes. And she is a bamf at the same time. Yeah. So, this is but this is technically your time. So no, take. no, no. Let's let's collaborate because okay. this is technically the number two slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just do this. Okay. Um. But yeah, she's yeah. she's great. I mean, incredible. Her... We talked about it two episodes ago, mm-hmm. and we talked about how great she is. And yeah. I mean, what I mean, okay. Once well, if you haven't seen the incredible story of superheroes and they become they become illegal and they have to be a family but try to be normal but then they get called into an island where there's an experiment by syndrome you've heard this if you listen to our podcast but then they you know they they become a superhero family and they fight the day yeah anyway she's she's a good mom like, she is like her main concern throughout the entire movie is that her kids need protecting yeah um, they're safe that they mm-hmm. understand what they are but mm-hmm. they don't like because she's the one who like is pleading for dash to be able to play sports right yes yeah so she, she cares for. No, her. wait, no, she she is not. Isn't she? Mr. Incredible is the one who, uh, you want him to do this? Let him play sports. Let him do this. And she's like, you know, he can't do that. But so she, I think she at the beginning she knows that they need to be limited because they have powers. Mm-hmm. But at the end she realizes that they're they're that they're kids and they need to do things that are. So the growth of her as a mother is also huge in that movie true but yeah the i mean the whole scene in the jet when there's a missile coming towards them oh yeah and yeah. she's just pleading of the like there are kids here there are kids here and oh that's that scene yeah it gets scene. heavy yeah um she ends up saving the day she ends up teaching them how to be safe and how to yeah. but also how to protect themselves and yeah good mom good mom good choice on both our parts there you go. <laughs> Tanko, tanko. Oh, tanko, tanko. We shouldn't do that. Tanko? No, no, that's fine. Tanko, tanko, tanko. Tanko, tanko, tanko. What is that crap? The finger legs. Oh, that's what <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Number one. Let's go to number, number one. Number one. What is your number one? Rosemary Pendega- Pendergast. Are you serious? From Easy A. That's my number one. Dude! 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 <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely did not think that you were going to pick her. Really? I... I she's said, a great mom she is amazing she might be the best mom she's supportive she doesn't you know I'm so I'm sorry I'm just extremely surprised that you went with Rosemary Pendergast yeah dude oh that's a good like I, I, I highly prefer this yeah. to when we know when our number ones are going to be crossovers like with Jurassic Park and the yeah, thing yeah. we were like oh, of course this was I like this this is a pleasant <laughs> surprise I wasn't ex- I, you know I honestly wasn't expecting it from you either really yeah but easy A Mm-hmm. Easy A is a movie about a girl who gets labeled as a. Well, it's we... the Scarlet Letter. Yeah, it's the Scarlet Letter, but she... in high school. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh... crap. What's her name? Why can't you think of her name? I can't think of her name. Uh, Emma Stone. Emma yes. Stone. Um, she's basically a nobody in high school, and tells her friend that she slept with someone to get her friend off of her back, mm-hmm. and that rumor spreads, and she becomes a whore in the eyes of the school but she's never slept with she's never slept with anybody Um, but she will let people say that they've slept with her so that they can become cool Mm -hmm. she basically creates this persona 
because she's fed up with how the school works. Yeah. Um, and throughout the whole movie, Rosemary Pendergast, her mom, is just there for her, and she's funny. And Steve, uh, oh, what's his name? Stephen Tucci is Stanley her, Tucci. Stanley Tucci. No big Tucci. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley Tucci is uh, her father. And if we do best dads, he's gonna be up there too. Oh, you know he will. In be. fact, he's actually her stepdad. Yeah, but he's um, a good dad. He's an amazing dad. He's hilarious, and so is she. And all she cares about. It's that a entire good family. Movie. It like, really is. The family dynamic in that movie is just mm-hmm. great. Because they have like an adopted son, which is one of the best lines in the whole movie when he says he's adopted. And Stanley Tucci is like, what? Who told you? And he's, <laughs> he's a black kid in a white family. <laughs> but yeah, the whole movie is basically just her mom supporting her and being there for her and making her feel better and telling her about her life lessons and what she yeah. went through. She is a phenomenal mom. Yeah. I'm... I'm so glad. I'm glad we crossed on that. That we crossed on that because, oh, she's, yes, yes, yes. She is the best mom. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm still getting over the fact that it's a crossover. It's a good high. Yeah. That's a good. (laughs) (laughs) You stole two of my, the ones that I wanted. I wanted to be able to be like, Rosemary Pendergast. You'd be like, oh my God, you're right. (laughs) No. I know things. (laughs) Uh, Damn. You win. Beautiful. Well, should we get into the collab? Get then? into the collab. I mean, Rosemary Pendergast, I think, is going to stick at number one. Yeah. Um, I hmm, tentative on Elastigirl because I. We could you brought up some good points. Yeah, and so, you brought up some good ones on your side yeah. as well. So Rosemary is definitely one of yeah, the one. So number one, Rosemary Pendergast. What a great name too. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember her name, so I had to look her up. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I, did, I, knew was, I did too. I knew I it was Pendergast. I knew it was, yeah. But, but I didn't know it was Rosemary. Yeah. That's a good name for her. Uh, so Rosemary Pendergast, number one. Um, let's see here. Three. So let's go in. Let's work our way back. Uh, number five, you had Liz Langston yes, from sir. Jingle All the Way. Yes, sir. I had Diane Selinski mm-hmm. from Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. I feel like Diane deserves higher. I agree. Um Especially after talking about it, yeah, I she, think she deserves a much higher spot. Because we, we talked about, like, you know, epitome of 90s mom, and she is the epitome of 90s mom, as well as, like, you put her in any decade, and she's going to be a great mom. Yeah. Um, I mean, Liz is the same way, but honestly, I think that Liz is, like, her role in that movie isn't as big as it no. could have been. No, it isn't. Um, or should have been is really the what it comes down to, because she's a great mom, but... Underutilized. It's more about Arnold. That is the lady who plays the mom in Malcolm in the Middle, right? Or am I just like... I think you are crossing some streams there. You're not the boss of me now. <laughs> not again! You're not so big. Anyway. I'm pretty sure it is. It's Rita Wilson. Who was in? She's in Jingle All the Way. Sleepless in Seattle. She's in the remake of... Psycho, Story of Us, Runaway Bride. I'm seeing if Malcolm in the Middle is in there. No, you know what? They just look similar. Now that I'm running the images back in my head. They made a big fat Greek... Two. No. TV show. What? It had seven episodes. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. It was not. It is not. I know that for sure. Okay. Yeah, so no, not the same person. Rita Wilson different um anyway coming back uh so yeah i think diane selinsky probably deserves a little higher yeah um i would say so too so that would bring my number four down Mm -hmm. to compete with your number five and your number four was meg altman from panic room okay which you have not seen yeah um but the way you described it i think the movie is more so about her motherhood. Yeah. So I think the the fact that she is a great mom is more pertinent in that movie as opposed to... Should we just get rid Jingle of Liz? I'm leaning towards it. Because, because everything if, we're putting up against the yeah, other moms. It's your number five and... I just wanted to talk about Jingle all the way, honestly. I, and I like, mean, we're always going to talk about Jingle all I the know. way. Yeah, let's just get rid of her. Okay. It's, I'm okay with it. It's not a. It's not because it's not no, she's a, a good, good mom. choice. She's a good she's mom. Just, just not we on have, the list. We have better. Um, okay, so that would bring 
The number four is in the play. Your number four, Mrs. Parker from A Christmas Story. I think that's a great choice simply because of that scene where like the, she's beating up the bully. Yeah. That's such a, a great mother moment for and her. And the scene at the table when she's like the only one who can get her, his little brother to eat. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. good mom moments. Yep. Yeah, she's good. I think... Hmm. Well, now hold on because I was about to say Mrs. Parker would be a good number five spot. Mm-hmm. But if we decide to keep Joanne slash Annie from Overboard, yeah, because she's technically not a mother, mm-hmm. that would bring her down a significant margin. Yeah. But if so, if we were to decide to keep her, I'd feel like I'd say she's not even a stepmom because she doesn't legally right, adopt them. Yeah, she's but she's she's definitely a mom to them though. Yeah, but where do we draw on the line? I know. So you saying we should she's just... a mother figure, but she's not a mom. So you're saying like cut her. I'm saying cut her. Mm. Just that's for... a painful one. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, right? if we're if we're talking best moms, she's a mother figure. She's a mother figure, but not. But I mean, because I also thought about you know like Aunt May. Is Aunt May even really? She's a guardian. Yeah, but is she even? Really I'm not saying she's part? a she's not up in the I, good yeah, I good mother, but she's mother figure. It's a, it's such a weird line. It is. It's one that I don't want to get into because I don't want to upset anybody yeah. who has that sort yeah, of. Yeah, and I mean like, it's yeah. tough. It is a. That's a tough one. Ugh. All right. Well, we cut her. So let's see here. Now I'm, I'm saying we cut her just because she is not a legal guardian of any kind. That's that's doable because she's a great mother figure. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, great because people need that. But this is a list of, you know, I'd say legal. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So that means that we have Diane Selinsky, Mrs. Parker, Meg Altman, Annie Hughes, Elastigirl, and Rosemary Pendergast. How would you feel about putting Selinsky at two? All the way up at two. You pleaded a pretty good case for it, as did I. That's a good point. I mean, we... I think the the excitement of Elastigirl mm-hmm. kind of made her move up on the list. Yeah. But if, you, if you're but talking about a about better it, mom... Diane Selinsky. Diane Selinsky is a better mom. Until Incredibles 2. We don't know what's going to happen. That's true. But but from the from the previews and the trailers, it looks like she's not it really looks like there. A it looks like a dad. Yeah. yeah. I, I You know what? I'd be up for it. Diane Selinsky number two. Yeah, let's do it. That's a big jump. Good for her. Good for Add her. a girl, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Selinsky. <laughs> All right. So Diane Selinsky goes away, leaving Mrs. Parker, Meg Altman, Annie Hughes, Elastigirl. I think Elastigirl. You know what? I. Hmm. We both put Elastigirl at number two, and I. I know. Say, I'm... You say Annie Hughes, and I think that that is. That's a good a number three, right? Mother. Yeah. I think that Annie Hughes would. Uh, would yeah, be the last girl, see, personally. Yeah. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of Banff mom in Elastigirl. Yes. There's more good mom in Annie Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. No, you. Yeah, you're right. It's tough but, to say, but you're right. I would keep Annie Hughes at three for now. I, yeah, I think your number three spot for Annie Hughes, I think, is a good place for her. Annie Hughes in Iron Giant goes to number three. Leaving for the four and five spot, we have Mrs. Parker from A Christmas Story, mm-hmm. Meg Altman from Panic Room, and Elastigirl. I feel like Elastigirl needs to be on the list. And honestly, between these two... I feel like she does too, but... Okay, here's the thing. We should put up the Bamfs, right? Bamf against Bamf would be because, Elastigirl and Meg Altman. Yeah, because I think that Mrs. Parker is a completely different... Oh, she's a different mother altogether. Breed. You know what I would say? No, what? never mind. Because I was gonna say whoever wins between Elastigirl and Meg Altman stays; the other one goes. But that's a little over the top because if Elastigirl were to lose that argument, cutting her completely—we've done it before. I know, but that would be how much of it was just like, oh yeah, Elastigirl for us though. Yeah, that's a good point because she was like one of the first things, the first things, first moms I thought of. Yeah, things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. See that um that's where I'm at. Because so, okay, Mrs. Parker is a great mom and 
I would say that Mrs. Parker would get the five spot. Because yeah. I think that Meg Altman in Panic Room is a great mom and she's a BAMF. The whole she's like a whole package. Yeah. So that I think puts her slightly above Mrs. Parker in this sense. But That's then, Mrs. Parker is just classic mom. Yeah, she's she's, she's mom classic. Yeah, as where, she's kind of what you think of when you think of mom because yeah. of movies. I think it's because it's it's an older movie that everyone's seen. It's on all the time. You just immediately think of that's what a good mom a mom is. But is that also a reason to bring her up in the world? You know, bring yeah. her up on the list. Yeah, is that the fact that no? She I think is, five is a solid spot for her. I think she deserves five. And I think I we, think that's a good spot. I for think uh, Elastigirl and Meg Altman. Yeah. We'll duke it out for four. Oof, but that's kind of tough because you haven't seen Panic Room. No, but I mean, all right. Line up the facts for me. Okay, so Meg Altman, when you when it comes to Banff, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Panic Room is rated R. Yes, because of violence, most of which is caused by Meg Altman. Okay. Now, do we remove that as a as a factor? Oh, Cause... the fact that they're Banffs. Did you take out the Banff factor? We should take out the Banff factor. Because of the rating system, mm-hmm. Meg Altman. Meg Altman, yeah, is a bigger bamf. Oh, she's a much of what bigger she's Able to do. Mm-hmm. If Elastigirl is able to, you know, kill people. Yeah. If she, well, I mean, you can't tell me that some of those henchmen aren't dead. They're not dead. It's Pixar. They blow up a car, or one of those like whatever. The A those... team blows up a car all the time, and they get out and like rub their head, <laughs> like, oh no, you can't tell me they're dead. <laughs> I didn't see them die. <laughs> all right all right all right if we take away the bamf dude take away the bamf all right so you take away the bamf that leaves i mean that is a big part of meg altman's character is that she's yeah. a bamf but she's only a bamf because of, of her, her daughter um she risks which i think it's the same for elastigirl though she's a bamf beforehand because she's a superhero yeah and I think she loses her bamfness as she becomes a mother. True. And then she, when she gets back into the into the the superhero game, she regains her bamfness. True, but she's also still a mother, and then like doing the things on the island, mm-hmm. like very motherly. So, but here's the thing: so like all the things that happen on the island is more so her teaching her kids how to survive. Now, that's not really something that a mother does no but a superhero mom. a superhero mom yes but like well, this is tough i feel like it shouldn't be this tough it shouldn't be this i tough, think but it's it is. i think it's because i am in the same boat where it's like i put her on there because she's elastigirl yeah and i love elastigirl but she is a good mom she's a good mom i think what i'm gonna say is that meg altman is on this list mainly because she's a bamf so if we take away the bamfness of these women it that takes away the majority girl. of her character and True. her motherly motherhood, which would give it to Elastigirl. True. And I think that's a good spot for Elastigirl is that or, she's at number four. I'm okay four. with it. I think Elastigirl at number four is a good spot. So there. Yeah. We're done. I don't think we should talk about this anymore. Beautiful. <laughs> what are we sitting at? All right. Break it down. Break it down. Number five, Mrs. Parker from A Christmas Story. Show me how the piggies eat. Be a good boy. Show mommy how the piggies eat. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. That was a terrifying scene. Yeah, because it was like the Wicked Witch of the East. and Yeah. She was dressed up as the Good Witch, though. Yes. Glenda the Good Witch. Um, Number four, Elastigirl. We have to stop him. Throw something. I can't. I might hit Jack-Jack. Throw me. Bob, throw me. Number three, Annie Hughes from Iron Giant. Particularly when I have the right to refuse service to anyone. Hogarth! That's pretty much all I can think of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find something. Good. I, I, I have faith in you, so. All right. Uh, number two, Diane Salinsky. Back off! This man! Whoa, look at that mother. And of course, number one. Number one, Rosemary Pendergast huh. from Easy A. I just want you to know your father and I are totally supportive. We love you no matter what the sexual orientation of your opposite sex sex partner. She has a lot of great lines. I'm just trying to think of any. Back in college, I could get my head, my foot so far behind my head. You can't even, you would look at how flexible I was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Your father was, 
Your father and I got together, and we still have a lot of fun. Okay, let's close the door. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Okay. Mm, mm. Yeah, take that to dad. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> She's such a. I, it, it's the perfect pitch. Mom. It's the perfect pitch. Oh God, she <laughs> she is great. She yeah. is great. All right. Well, there we have it. There you go. Top five moms in movies. It was a little rough, but we made some it. good surprises. Yeah, some twists and turns, some heartwarming moments. Mm-hmm. We all laughed. We cried. I didn't cry. I'm a man. Yeah, I'm a big boy. I'm a man, <laughs> mom. <laughs> so, what are you gonna do next week? <laughs> Put in the tube. <laughs> Put it in. And we're back. All right. After talking, we realized that we promised you guys Star Wars stuff because of Solo, and Solo is on its way. And so we haven't we... delivered other than the ep- the the mini, <laughs> the mini so. <laughs> so we are going to jump into our Star Wars segment. Yeah. Um. So with this, we're gonna jump in. I'm saying jump in too much. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do creatures Our in Star Wars. Top five creatures in Star Wars and creatures limitations. Being, yeah, creatures being non sentient aliens, meaning they don't have a language mm-hmm. and they're not like a race essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should have more than ten seconds of screen time because there's some good ones that I would love to talk about, but yep, they just flash on screen and then they move on, but not not, gonna not what we're gonna talk about. Prequels don't exist, so we're not gonna talk about the prequels. Um is the Mother's Day episode over? No. Okay. We're still recording it. We can't swear. Ah, I was going to say. Fudge the prequels. Fudge the prequels. There you go. Uh, any other limitations on it? Um, eh. Should be practical. Um, There's not a lot of creatures nah. outside of the prequels that aren't practical effects. So. That's true. In fact, I can't think of any creatures that are non-practical in the new movie well i mean like the newer ones there's probably some cgi'd ones well we'll disregard that then yeah (sighs) so anyway that's that's our limitations i think we're gonna talk about that Mm. maybe a space peanut a space peanut maybe the space peanut it's a dead giveaway (laughs) thank you (laughs) see that right there space peanut peanut. (laughs) it's a peanut dead giveaway dead giveaway almost forgot thank you um yeah so, this one yet have we i don't think so good we got it last last episode we got it we got it this episode um so yeah i think that brings us to the end of this episode top five moms in movies yeah as always that thank you for listening one. happy mother's day we happy love you mother. mom love you mom uh love you more than he loves his that's probably true <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean that mama's one <laughs> anyway um uh, yeah follow us on the on the stuff. On everything. Two guys top fives. For everything. everything. Uh, at Lucas Swanson for Twitter. At, Brent, at Tinky B. Winky for Twitter. We're um, in the works of making a website, so be on the lookout for that. Yep. Um, Tina has not listened to the last episode yet, so we do not have an Instagram yet. We might by the time this one airs. We don't know. Um, but <laughs> It's if probably going to be two guys top fives. Yeah. More than likely. That'll probably be your Instagram anyway, because you don't have one. Yeah, I'm at FunkyCBets, P-H-N-U-K-Y-C-B-S. So, yeah. If you want to look at the stupid things I do. Tune in next week for top five creatures in Star Wars. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Take care. Be good. Watch more movies. Yeah,